Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to week 10 of the Sweet Talk podcast. I am your host, Nick Tadevich, and it's been a little minute, but we're back on it. So after last week's podcast with Jameer, we talked about sports, we talked about movies, a little bit of update on our lives, and just want to welcome everybody back that's been tuning in so far. So if uh, if you've been listening so far, you know, each week we usually start off with a recap, um, but this week I actually want to start off with looking forward to next week. So I've been posting a poll on my Instagram and that's at today, but Jen, and I've been asking for some of the craziest summer stories you can send. And what we're going to do next week is I'm doing a collective of all the stories that I've gained so far, and I'm going to mix them in with some made up stories and we're going to do a little game and we're going to see who can guess which stories are real and which stories are fake. And so the way they'll do it is I'll tell the stories one by one. And at the end of the podcast, I'll go back and I'll label them. And I'll tell you which ones were real and which ones were fake and see if we can guess and see what we can do with that. We got some really good responses so far. So we're going to give that a test and see, you know, if it's a hit, we'll try it again. But um, we'll try that out and then have another thing on next week with maybe a fun game. I don't know if I should tell it yet, but just stay tuned. You'll find out. So also, I said that this week I'd be talking about one of the... You know, the big things that the big hitting points that me and Jameer were talking about were the HBO movies that were coming out. So the first one dropped on HBO Max last weekend, and it was The Little Things with Denzel Washington, uh, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. And I said that I'd be talking about it. So I'll go ahead. And so here's a spoiler alert already. So if you haven't seen already, you might want to pause it, go check it out, and come back. But I wanted to go over that because I did tell some people I would explain my thoughts on it. So first things first. You could tell that it was made, you know, in the height of 2020 because of the very small, like a very slim interactions between the cast. Um, There weren't a lot of big filled scenes. There were some like together scenes, but you could tell that it was filmed during COVID because there wasn't a lot of interaction and it felt kind of uh, separated. So that was the first big takeaway I got from that. The next thing the it was I don't I've I've not seen any of the director's previous films so I couldn't tell what his like plan was but it didn't have the pace of a normal Denzel Washington movie like normally Denzel movies they start off slow but then they they pick up and they kind of snowball effect and they get fast really quick or they get into the climax very fast uh, but this one just seemed to never really pick up um, it just it kept like a uh, you know just like an even pace throughout the whole game. And I thought it was really good overall. I thought it was like uh, acting seven out of 10 uh, plot was more like a six and a half out of 10. It wasn't anything too exciting. Uh, I did have some like things to unwrap in the end, but it took about an hour and a half to get into it. Um, so that's, it, it felt like it had a show pace to it. Like it was going to wait till like the end of the season for something crazy. So the first things first, uh, the takeaways. So, you know, obviously it was a big uh, play on words. The the title, because the title itself played such a big part in the movie with the little things, you know, overwhelming the characters, especially Denzel Washington's character where he let the little things get to him, ultimately destroying his life. And and then you saw it foreshadow and it happened to Rami Malek in the same exact way. But the, uh, Denzel Washington's character, Deke, found the way to get around it and tried to prevent it from happening again before it got too bad. Because if you watch the movie, so Deke was a detective 
And he was on the crime scene, a similar case, three deaths, and he was the accidental shooter of one of the victims, but they covered his his people at the forensics, covered it up, and therefore just called it a stab wound like the other two deaths. So he had to live with the trauma, ultimately causing him to have a heart attack. And then we could see it progressing, and you could see it you know, starting to come to fruition with Rami Malek's character. And... I think what he was trying to do, and he made these points to him, which alluded to some biblical references, but he, you know, Denzel Washington was staying at the hostel, which was titled St. Agnes, you know, the angel. So that's the biblical reference right there. And so he was staying at a place that was a one night stand hotel, you know, a lot of prostitution was going on. So it was kind of a, you know, uh, a play on words right there as far as, you know, it being, you know, the place of angels um but he had the pictures of all the six victims and he was trying to he told rami uh don't play the game of you know rescuing angels because you're going to get burned and you're ultimately going to look like you're the one that couldn't get it done so don't let it hang on to you and don't miss the little things so you could see as it progressed rami malik was losing a lot of the little things in his life he was losing valuable time with his family he was spending too much time on the case and it bothered him and it was getting worse and worse and worse until he ultimately collapsed and the person he thought was the killer because he was letting the little things push him he ended up killing the person who had you know they'll never know if anything has to do with him if he was the killer they don't know if jared leto you know had any leads he was just a creepy dude that was into csi and he was into the fbi and he had a you know radio monitor police monitor in his house and Ultimately, we'll never really know if he did it or not. Most importantly, it was about the title getting to the characters. But then Deke played the part. So I don't know if people miss this or not, but it was a big part, you know, the Red Beret. So the one of the victims had a Red Beret in her hair. And it really got in Romy Moloch's head that that was the thing that he needed to focus on. Like if he could find in this guy's apartment, in Jared Leto's apartment, he could find this red barrette that he would ultimately solve the case. And it was that little thing. And I know I keep saying it, but it's that, you know, that minute, like small little like piece that is like stuck in your head and you just can, you know, uh, you get obsessive over it. And ultimately controls your life, you know, that can be of any circumstance. So if you, you know, that there's, you want to, you know, play a part in your life, you want to change something and you just get obsessed with it, you know, fixing it, fixing it, fixing it. And ultimately you can take away from other parts. So ultimately, uh, Deke went and just bought a red barrette and sent it to him in a letter and said, not everyone is angels and gave him an envelope for that peace of mind. So, cause he didn't want what happened to him to affect his career they went ahead and buried jared leto and just kind of pushed it aside same thing the forensic team did for deke so ultimately seven out of ten decent movie didn't want to spend too much time with that but i did want to unwrap that i thought it was decent i'm excited for the next ones to come uh judas and the black messiahs is supposed to come out this friday the daniel kalua and lakeith stanfield movie um is a, the biopic of fred hampton the black panthers uh very excited about watching that so i'm going to be tuning in and Oh, sorry, that's uh, next next Friday that comes out. But very excited for that. And I think it's a good start to it. I do hope they kind of progress a little bit more because that, you know, the little things was a little underwhelming, not to be too corny. Uh, but, yeah, so anyways, on to the next thing. 
And just to update what's going on, so yes, still doing the podcast every week, and you know, did definitely have some YouTube videos in the works, still running some reshoots, like I said last week. And I would like to ultimately get to straight video, you know, with the podcast option for those that want to listen in the car. Uh, but I do really like doing the video. It is another difficulty, and I, you know, I always like bagged at first on, um, you know, people that were just. Uh, just YouTubers, quote unquote, but it's, it's not just that, you know, it's difficult to prepare. It's difficult to not be awkward on camera. It's difficult to edit. The whole process is cumbersome and it's something I want to get more into and, you know, spend more time upon and just learn and be a student of it. But you can expect more of that to come. And then ultimately, you know, something that's been on my mind lately that I wish somebody would have told me, you know, when I was maybe high school age, you know, post high school, you know, looking for my forever job. And it's just like job seeking tips. And I've been to a lot of interviews in the past months. I've been to a lot of seminars and things of that nature that have kind of helped me with ultimately with my public speaking, my confidence, resume, you know, uh, just anytime you're on the job hunt. So ultimately, the game changes no matter what job you're going for. So if you're a high school student looking for, you know, a summer job, or if college student look for a summer internship, or you just graduated and you're looking for your first big shot. So some of the things that I picked up this week that some people forget about. So ultimately, you know, when you turn in a job application, there's always the option for a cover letter and there's always the option for a letter of recommendation. So I've I've been told, I've been watching these seminars where people were telling me that the the letter of recommendation, as important as it may seem, is can be considered one of the little things that people spend a lot of time with, and it takes away from the most important part that recruiters look at, and that is the resume. So if you got if you got to step into the recruiter's shoes, you got to realize that they're reading hundreds, you know, maybe a couple hundreds of resumes and job applications so what makes you stand out and it's not the length they don't want to see a three-page cover letter or six-page cover letter they don't want to see a four-page resume it's about being concise short and sweet to the point what can you do what can't you know don't don't you know downplay yourself can't what don't say what can't you do but say what can you do how you can do it why you've done it when you've done it keep it short and simple the four ways you know who what when where And so, you know, where have you worked, where you went to school, what you did, why you did it, and how you did it. And I've started to realize that's more important So to have your resume at one page and ultimately to not worry about the letter of recommendation so much. So, yes, they can help in as far as like a a college application. But recruiters, a lot of times, what I've been told in these seminars is that recruiters are not even going to look at your letter of recommendation. Why, you ask? Because ultimately, it's biased. It's going to be, you know, it's not going to tell anything honest about you. You know, it's as far as it's just somebody, you know, who may have some status that's saying you're great because you asked them to be, you know, they don't know if it's superficial or it's original or they don't even know if they wrote it. So don't focus on the letter of recommendation so much. You know, that's something I've started to realize, you know, in my post uh, academia career and started to realize that the cover letter is important, but also to keep that concise, you know, and to keep it short and sweet to the point, let's say four paragraphs max, and just tell them who you are without the fluff. So a lot of people will start it out with, 
I believe I'm great for this job because all my life I wanted this job. But, you know, realistically, did all your life, did you want that job? No, not really. So just tell them what you can do, why you're interested, and how you're going to do it. Basically, if, you, if you're if you applying for a tech job, so, so it, say it's with running numbers on Excel. Say, I worked a project when I was in managerial finance in college, you know, doing a financial report for this company. And I learned at that point that Excel was something that I could ultimately quote unquote Excel on or Excel with and this position. And then also one big, big, very big, important part of looking at a job is reading the job description thoroughly. And ultimately in that job description, you are looking for what they are asking. So they're seeing if you're good, like what your proficiencies are. They're seeing how you're going to do it. And then your daily roles. So talk about your daily roles. If you're, so daily roles consist of running analysis on a product, you know, talk about, you know, hit on those points. Don't hit so much with the personal stuff. They really just want to see, you know, can we do like, not that you're an object or anything, but they want to see, you know, that this is a job. Things do need to get done. Yes. They want to be personable with you, but ultimately what can you do to help the company and the greater good? You know, can you be that utilitarian, you know, uh, not just be a part of the team, but, you know, encompass all the scapes of the, the team? Do you represent the business mission? Do you, you know, envision what you could do in the future in the next five years, the next 10 years, have that elevator pitch ready to go. So that's just something I wanted to hit on. I just wish somebody would have talked with me about this earlier, you know, and just made sure, you know, I understood that not to stress and fret over, you know, small things, but to really encompass what it means to be an applicant. So, to make these companies an interest in you and, you know, to get land those jobs you want. But ultimately, you know, everything's been good. Going to keep this going, going to keep the YouTube podcast going. And, you know, for, you know, for the sports this year, it's not off to a great start so far. We do have the Super Bowl on Sunday and we did talk about in the last podcast, kind of our predictions, but something that, that I'm hoping for in this year of sports. Um, I do hope they start allowing fans for the NBA playoffs because it's been very hard to watch so far. And it's not that basketball is boring. I love basketball. That's my favorite sport, but it's hard to watch without fans with their or reactions. Cause it seems like the players don't get in a rhythm without the, the crowd watching. It feels almost if it's just a pickup game and it, there doesn't feel like there's any intensity so far. Game, teams are getting blown out. And I just have had no interest in watching the NBA this year so far. And the NFL did a decent job with it. You know, um, ultimately the best sports, definitely the best sports original idea was the bubble, the NBA playoff bubble. That was the most exciting sports have been, you know, in the past year. So I, I really hope from the next year that we can get a little bit of, you know, we can get this vaccine pulled out where at least we can start getting some fans into the stands, you know, and people will feel comfortable, um, you know, whatever your stance may be on that still, you know, ultimately it would just be nice to find a way to get stands in the fans, get people together and just not feel so apart. Cause that's a big thing this year, you know, this past year is just, we feel so away from one another 
and we need something to connect. You know, they canceled most of the festivals already. Like that was a bummer for me. Um, so we need something to connect. We need those summer baseball games, you know, out, you know, sitting in the heat, eating popcorn slushies. We need the NBA playoffs. We need the NBA finals packed to the brim. We need to find a way to do it and we need to do it quickly. Um, whatever it may be, if we got to send out the vaccine, you know, let's, let's get it going because man, sports have been so boring, but here's to the Super Bowl. Let's hope it's good. I got chiefs winning 34, 31. If you tuned in last time, but, uh, Man, that's really all I got for this week. I want to say go ahead and check us out next week because we have a really interesting podcast with talking about the stories and telling if they're fake or they're real. I think it's going to be really fun. Check us out next Tuesday night. And also to check out with us on uh, Sweet Tees Customs on Instagram. We've been putting up some shoes, and we got a couple more coming in that are really exciting. So And then make sure to DM us with any questions you have about ordering customs. And go check us out on YouTube at Sweet Tees Customs. I appreciate you all for listening. Check us out next week. Thanks again. This was the Sweet Talk Podcast, Episode 10. See you.